I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. Oh yeah! In Welcome on into the Wingcast, everybody, once again. This is a joint production of Independent Inspiring Media and Lousy Weather Media. I am your host, as always, Steve Guy, a comedian and author of the book, Memoirs of a Wingman. I'm so pumped to get to today's show. Our topic is super relative to the dating world in 2017. Can't wait to sit down and talk to you guys about it. Uh, before I get into that, though, I want to tell you, you know, a couple off-topic things. First thing I want to mention is a new involvement that I have. It's called Muscle Vodka. So yes, it's an alcohol, it's a drink, it's a liquor, but it's more than that, you guys. If you're somebody that works out and, you know, like to exercise kind of like me, but then you're not like me and you're like, oh, I got to watch what I drink so much. Listen, muscle vodka is awesome. Plus, if you're like me and you just want something that tastes good, it's perfect for that too. It's 100% gluten-free before it even hits the distillation process. The creator of it, she's a certified trainer, so all of that is put into mind this thing is completely stripped down to its purest form possible. Minerals taken out of water, so it's super clean, as clean as it could be. You've got to be able to check this out. It's not available in Ohio and Pennsylvania yet. You'll get it soon. But for more information, go to musclevodka.net. You can purchase it there, musclevodka.net slash store. Follow along on social media, at musclevodka. Don't forget, follow us along. Follow me along on all sorts of social media. It is The Wingman Guy on Twitter, on Instagram. Like the Memoirs of a Wingman page on Facebook. All sorts of fun stuff posted for you guys. Uh, on top of that, listen, I'm recording here for you guys today in a little bit of pain. Uh, this is a life hack for you. And when I say life hack, it's more of just a reminder. Don't be a moron like me. Uh, wear sunscreen. Well, I'm going to say, I mean, I'll tell you a little bit more. I was out on a boat, my buddy's boat last weekend. I got burned. I mean, I'm like, if you know, you go over to the, a restaurant, and uh, this will please a lot of people because I'm going to talk about wings on the Wingcast. Uh, and you order chicken wings, and you want to get them extra crispy. You know, you want them a little bit more well done. Well, that's, that's me right now as I record this episode for you guys. Wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future sunscreen would be it yep always wear sunscreen all right so today's episode uh it kind of piggybacks off of last week's episode when we talked about communication hugely important and it rolls right into this week's episode we are talking about trust in social media and i don't mean putting your faith in social media i'm talking about you trusting others the person that you're dating the person you're in a relationship with the person you're married to Trusting them with social media and how you two interact over it or how you see them interact with others. That's what it's all about today. I'm not going to cover sliding into DMs. That's a whole other episode. And I know there's a lot of people probably with a lot of questions on how to do that successfully. I promise to you when I break that down, it's not just going to be me. There will be a female sitting with me. We're going to have a little back and forth. That episode is forthcoming. You're just going to have to wait to get there. But before we even get there, it's probably good for you to know how you should just handle dating in the world of 2017 and beyond with social media. All right? First of all, 
Use it responsibly. That's going to be the easiest thing I can tell you. Use social media responsibly. What's that mean? That means a lot of things. I think most of what you know, but we'll break it down here for you. It all starts with trust. Just like I talked about communication. Communication helps. It helps build that trust. Every relationship. Maybe it doesn't start with the world's greatest amount of trust because it's brand new. And let's face it, a lot of us are broken in this day and age. But you forge that trust. You build it. And you've got to have that when you're talking about social media and that person that you're dating. If you don't have trust in any form in your relationship, it's probably not going to succeed long term. Like I said, you can start out and maybe you don't have it fully and you can forge that trust and you can build upon it. But if it's six months, one year, two years, etc., and you still don't have that trust in each other, it's not going to work out long term, guys. It's just not. On the same token, uh, if you trusted somebody uh, right from the beginning, and then all of a sudden, eh, some shady things happen, there's a slip here, there's a slide there, and you start to lose that trust, and that trust is broken, that's so hard to get back. And it's definitely hard to get back while you're already within that relationship. And then you're just constantly doubting. If you don't have the trust, it's essentially over, folks. So it, it starts there, as somber as that sounds. But if you don't have trust and you can't ever get trust or build trust, it's not going to work out. I mean, how could it? I think that's the easiest thing. That's such a rhetorical question. How could that work out if you don't have any sort of trust? Even if it's a blind trust. Look, there's people who've probably been cheated on forever, and it's like, eh, I don't want to hear about it. But they have this blind trust, and it's working out. As terrible as that sounds, it's working out. I don't condone that. That's terrible. I don't. I'm not a cheater. Haven't ever been one. But I get it. It happens. The point is, somebody's blindly trusting there. Now, trust also... A lot of that has to do with social media, unfortunately, in today's day and age. I was just talking about uh, communication and putting that together with trust. That's another thing. Is I was talking about slipping and sliding. You know, you get this slippery slope and you think something was a little shady and then there's another thing. Again, that goes back to communication. If you trust each other, you're going to have that open conversation and maybe it's something completely different and you, you, know, you missed thought on what something was. So then... Great, you've got that trust back. Just communicate. Because maybe you're looking way deeper into something than what it really is. And if you've got open communication, like we talked about last episode, you'll be good to go. So, let's get into the tips on how to handle social media when you're dating each other in 2017. And a lot of this, this can be, this can go back and forth. It could be when you're starting to date somebody, you're deep in a relationship, whatever the case may be. All right, so let's begin with this. If you're following each other on social media, then the other person can see what you like and what you do on social media. Uh -huh. I don't know why people always seem to forget that. Like, if you, if you lie about something, other people can still see it. But so that being said, a little bit of, of tact is necessary. You shouldn't be on there liking women in bikinis, posts about the single life, or, uh, you know, if you're, you're women or you're a gay guy, you shouldn't be liking posts of shirtless dudes and what, 
you know, what, whatever else it may be. So anything that's going to offset uh, the fact that you are single, maybe, maybe don't do. You know, if you know that that's going to piss somebody off, that's like if you're out with someone and you're checking out another person's ass while you're on a date with somebody or you're texting someone else while you're on a date with somebody, that's what you need to be thinking about as you're going through your social media and you're liking post after post of half-naked people, all right? Maybe just just don't do that because it's going to show up and there's really not much of a way to defend yourself there. There really just isn't. I mean, I don't know what you're going to what you're going to say. Now you can. Listen. There are some things where I'm involved in and uh or or maybe you're a fitness freak, right? And somebody has a fitness competition, that's why they're in a bikini. If it's relevant to your life, makes sense. But you can't sit there and defend yourself over, you know, just wanting to like posts somebody because they're hot yeah that's gonna that's gonna piss somebody off that being said if you've gone out on one or two dates with somebody and you see that they're liking those kind of posts look it's one or two dates you still don't know where that's going to go so maybe let that one slide now it gets to be a couple months in and it's still happening all right start questioning things that goes back to the trust factor i mean are you really dating are you really an item uh i don't know at the same token don't be one of those people creeping on your person's likes just to try and find something out or, you know, some sort of dirt so that you can get pissed off at them. If you're somebody who just loves drama, that's not so great. I mean, you better find somebody else that loves drama because that's not a healthy relationship. Don't be snooping around trying to find dirt. And be like, Why'd you like this person's post? What was this person's post? I see that you liked five posts today from this person. Why was that the case? Listen, back off, all right? Guy or girl, I don't care who you are. Just chill, relax. That, again, goes back to trust. It, you clearly don't trust somebody enough if you're checking up on all of the postings that they're liking, whether it's if you're going into their Twitter and seeing where the likes are happening or you're going into Instagram and seeing what they're liking or Facebook and you're keeping track of what they're liking. That takes a lot of time and a lot of research, folks. Uh, you need to do something better with your day. End that relationship and go find something that makes you happy. That's all I'm saying there. Now, at the same time, like I said, there might be people that this person you're dating already follows that are attractive. Look, I follow attractive people right now. I'm liking posts. You need to understand the history of your person and these other people that they're following. Granted, I'm following some very attractive women right now, and I'm going to like some of their posts here and there, but if you really wanted to track my history, a lot of the posts that I'm liking on majority of the attractive people are something good that they've done in their life. Uh, they have dogs, because I freaking love dogs, and or it's going to be uh, something nice and scenic. I like, look, I'm a sucker for a good scenic post, all right? An awesome sunset with the blues and the reds and the purples and oranges, whatever. I think they look pretty slick. I'm going to like that, all right? It happens. You need to think about that, too, when somebody is liking a post. I get it says, oh, they like this picture, and maybe you're like, oh, why is he liking this hot girl's picture? Ah, fine. Click on that picture one time and see what it is. If it's one of those items, don't worry about it. If you know that your person, I'm sorry I do it a girl's voice there, but if you're a guy and she likes a hot dude's post, but the dude posts something like, hey, he 
got another degree today. Hey, let that go. That's a pretty sweet accomplishment. Also, know the history of that person. This goes back to our last episode on communication. Know the history of the person you're dating with that person that they're liking a little bit. It's okay to ask because what if it's someone that they've been friends with for 20 plus years? I got a lot of people that I've been friends with for uh, over a decade now that are attractive people. I'm going to like their stuff that they're doing in their life. Heck, I know some really hot girls that are moms and they're married and I'm liking the shit out of certain posts that they have. But guess what? It's posts about their kids and their marriages. It doesn't mean that I'm trying to sleep with them. I am genuinely happy for them, and they just happen to also be very attractive. But more than likely, I follow their spouse too, depending on how good of friends they are, and I'm liking the similar things on their pages. So know the history. Again, communication, and have that trust, all right? Don't take things out of context. People do that too often, and clearly that shows no trust. Instead of attacking someone immediately, so if it's on Facebook and you find out, you see somebody likes a picture or whatever, you'll find out why. See what's going on. Uh, if your Instagram settings are always such that you're not seeing your likes, you're seeing what everybody else likes because maybe that's how you figure out who to follow, whatever. Again, find that out. If you're snooping on your person's Twitter likes, that's pretty obvious because you actually have to go to their Twitter profile. You have to go to their likes. That's just you digging up dirt. You need to get out of that relationship. If you're a person in a relationship with somebody that constantly goes to the Twitter likes just so they can find dirt on you, uh, leave right now because there's clearly no trust there. That's a whole lot of drama coming your way. Keep in mind with this too as we talk about posting on social media and liking things. When you stop talking to someone, you break up with someone, or maybe you're, you're just starting to talk to someone, but you break plans with them, and your friends on social media, again, like I've already said, people could still see that. I don't know why people lie and forget this. Uh -huh. uh, I think most of us at this point in our lives have, uh, if you haven't been with someone forever, and you're just, just starting out in today's dating world, or you're still in today's dating world, you probably had someone to be like, Oh, yeah, hey, you got to cancel. I can't do this tonight. Uh, even if it's your friends, right? And they're like, oh, so sorry, man. I wanted to go hang out. and But uh, this came up, and I'm, i got to do something with my folks or uh, whatever, my sister, my brother. And, and then you look, and they're just chilling, out getting drunk, at some concert, being ridiculous, whatever the case may be. All right, folks, just be honest. Don't forget. It, amuse, it amazes me. That people overshare so much that they forget to cover their tracks at this point in time. Like, just don't don't worry about covering your tracks. Just be honest. Again, it goes back to the last episode. Communication, trust, honesty. And in the end, if something else is a better option, you should stop dating that person anyway. And just be honest with them. Like, ah, you know what? This isn't going to work out. I have now found ten different things I'd rather do tonight. And hang out with you so clearly I think we both know uh, I'm just not that interested and I'm sorry that's just the way it is but if you've broken up with someone okay or you've stopped talking to somebody uh, keep in mind that they can see what you're doing too maybe you know, not everyone needs to not be friends with someone on social media, but 
if you've got a crazy, crazy ex, you know what? Take him off of social media. Or, out of respect for that craziness and the new person you're talking to, uh, you know, don't post that you're going on dates with someone else and where those things are. Or maybe post where they are, what you're doing, but, uh, you know, don't tag that person's name. This is actually a chapter in the book, Memoirs of a Wingman. I talk about this, uh, literally say Facebook is the devil. And this is one of the moments, you know, the book is largely fictional, but there are nuances from my life that are thrown in there uh, just for fun because they're absolutely ridiculous and unbelievable. And this is one of those moments. There have been two occasions where I have gone out with girls and they tagged me in a post that we were hanging out. And next thing you know, I've got Facebook messages from dudes that they used to date who they had like broken up with. And these guys are threatening me, threatening my life. Back off. Stay away from my girl. Coming after you, man. Like, it is absolutely ridiculous. One guy, I will never forget, kept calling me funny guy. I'm like, okay. That's not an insult because he saw that I was a comedian, like in my profile. I literally got into it with this guy. I was like, look, dude, first of all, she doesn't want to be with you anymore. Secondly, I'm not a bad guy to hang out with. As you can see, we have 37 mutual friends. Just ask any one of them. And I think it's all going to be okay. But then there's this other dude who got so upset. I, I should point out in both times, these girls went back to the ex-boyfriend. So I, maybe I should have known that there was a theme going on here. Uh, but they're no longer with those guys now, it turns out. But the the whole premise of it was just ridiculous. Like, I shouldn't come back from a date. I literally came back from one, and I got home. I'm laying in bed, and I had this message from a dude I didn't know. Immediately, I texted the girl. I'm like, uh, does this guy happen to be your ex-boyfriend? Did you post something on Facebook? I just knew. I knew right then. And sure enough, that's what happened. Now another guy, this girl started dating uh, me. We went out, I mean, we went out two times. So I can only imagine that maybe I wasn't the only guy that he was doing this to, which I'm sorry for all the other guys that this also happened to. But she and I would talk, we'd text, we became friends, and it was fine. This dude went so far, they started hanging out again, grabbed her phone, and at one point found my phone number and was texting me. He was texting me. And then this dude is just sending me, like, threatening texts. If I see you, you better hope I don't find you because I will murder you and nobody will be able to find your body, like, stuff like that. So finally, I just grabbed my phone. I'm like, all right. You couldn't help but laugh. And I texted this dude back, and I go, look, man, first of all, it was your girl that wanted to hang out with me. So you need to get that story straight and maybe take that up with her instead of with me. Secondly, if you clearly read through the text messages, then you would see that I said, based upon our last interaction, hey, if you're still kind of talking to that ex-boyfriend, I'm not comfortable with us having a conversation right now because I don't want any of that drama. Thirdly, my friend, if you're going to text somebody, maybe don't threaten their life in great detail. Because I now have your phone number. All I have to do is show this message to the police, and you're in a world of shit. People are dumb. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> the moral of all that story is, uh, yeah, if you got crazy axes, 
don't post about your new dates on social media. You know, give it some breathing room for the benefit of the guy that you're going out on the dates with. I think he'll, he'll appreciate that. And so too will you. This next little tidbit, I, I know as we're talking about trust, and, and maybe you're sitting there right now like, all right, Steve, greatest thing of trust is you get to sift through somebody's messages. You should have each other's passwords, right? So you could see what they're doing at all times. Should you exchange passwords for all of your social media accounts? Short answer to that is no. Now, I do know some people who are married, they're couples, you know, they're not really big into social media, which believe it or not, in 2017, yes, that happened. So their social media account is legitimately the two of them. Uh, I, I know, I think like four or five couples I can think of off the top of my head that I'm friends with. And they do that. And literally, though, it's family photos. And that's what they're posting and they're sharing and updates on what's going on. And, you know, little Susie rode the bike for the first time today or little Mikey's got a uh, Christmas concert coming up. First big soccer game, whatever the case may be. It's stuff like that. Totally different thing. We're talking about two people meet, they start dating, they both already have social media, they've been dating for a little while, should they exchange their passwords? Is that the ultimate sign of trust? Yes and no. And that's why the short answer is no, you shouldn't exchange your passwords. Because while you could argue it's the ultimate sign of trust to let someone go through and see all your messages and, and you can show off that you're not doing anything sketchy, which, oh, by the way, you can obviously have had that conversation after an argument in which you were being sketchy, and then you went through and you deleted everything, and now you let them show the messages. Which also, oh, by the way, that could probably come back to bite you in the ass, because if you didn't tell everybody that you deleted those messages, messages and you are a sketchy son of a bitch, uh, somebody's probably about to message you not realizing that they got cut off. <laughs> That's going to happen. But on top of that, despite it seeming like it's the ultimate sign of trust to let someone into your account and see everything that you're doing. It's also the ultimate show and sign of distrust to actually go through all of somebody's messages in all of their accounts. You know, when it comes to the point when you're sitting there and you're saying, gosh, I wish I could look at all of their messages and see what they're really up to, or you actually go through all of their messages and you see what somebody's really up to, Folks, the trust is gone. If you're in that deep and you're that worried about each other, I mean, I don't know how you get that bad. Does, does looking at each other's messages, messages really do it for you? There's other ways that people can hide it. So many different realms. You can't be with that person 24-7. And if you're that worried about what they're doing 24-7, again, the trust is gone. And I know that's very hard for people to come to terms with. And if you're listening to this episode, you're one of those people in that situation get out. You just, you have to. And that's going to be a hard conversation to have. And we'll, I mean, you know, we'll cover it on this podcast at some point, but we'll do, a, we'll do a whole breakup episode. I promise guys. Uh, but you can't, you can't have so much distrust in a relationship that you need to see every single thing that that person is doing. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's mind-boggling to me that somebody would want to do that. You've got so much going on in your own life. Why do you need to keep up with them? That's 
that's scary territory if your relationship is that type of thing. So get the hell out is what I'm telling you. The last thing I kind of want to cover is pay attention to when things were posted. All right? All the social media sites do a great job of essentially time stamping something. 14 hours ago, 52 minutes ago, you know, three days ago, whatever the case may be. So I know previously, just a few minutes ago, I talked about how you have people who lie and they cancel something and they say, oh, I have this going on, I'm really sorry, or this came up, I got to cancel. And then you'll see on social media that they're doing something else. Don't be the person who jumps the shark and you get canceled on and then you see on the social media a post of that person doing something else. You freak out at them. You're blowing up their phone. And next thing you know, they say, what are you talking about? That was from yesterday. That was from two days ago. And then you look and you go back and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, look at that. That, uh, my bad. That, yeah, you're right. That, uh, yeah, that already happened. That's not happening now. Uh, I apologize. I'm a crazy maniac. That's how you get dumped, folks. Um, check the timestamps. And I say that too because now with the algorithms and how things work, stuff isn't necessarily going through your feed immediately. A lot of people surprisingly still don't understand or realize that. So I'm telling you this to you right now. Stuff doesn't go through your news feed automatically, folks. It doesn't happen immediately. Uh-huh. You don't always see everything. Sometimes you don't see things until days later. Thankfully, they timestamp it. So check it out. See how long ago it was posted before you freak out on any of it. Not to mention, somebody could be somewhere and post something. Make sure you read captions too. That's the other part of it. Because they could say they're out at a bar, or they could post a picture of them being out at a bar, and maybe that posting went up at nighttime, but maybe they really are sitting at home because something happened to someone in their family, but you know what? They're trying to get their mind off of it, and they post a picture from the weekend. And the caption probably tells you that. Again, don't freak out. Don't be that person who then gets called out on it. You're looking like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I see now. Well, cool, cool. So uh, talk to you later then? No, it's not going to work. I want to share this example with you guys too. The benefit of that time stamping is unbelievable. Uh, I had somebody freak out on me once years ago. Facebook used to not time stamp stuff. It used to post things, and there was a delay on when it would get posted. So years ago, I was dating a girl in a very serious relationship. I went to a baseball game with my best friend at the time. We're at the game, and all of a sudden, because there was such a delay, Facebook posts, and sometimes it wouldn't post things until, or it wouldn't show up in your feed until you actually logged in. So my girlfriend at the time logs in, and one of the first things she sees is my best friend with his girlfriend, and they're out on some bike ride or doing something. Now this picture and this posting went up the day before, but because of the delay, it didn't get seen until the next day. So my girlfriend is blowing up my phone at this baseball game, freaking out, telling me that I'm not there, that I must be with some other girl, that I'm cheating on her, and I'm fucking around, and this and that, and none of that's happening. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, oh my god, I'm just trying to enjoy a baseball game. Like, no way, that happened yesterday. I swear to god, this dude is sitting next to me right now. Would you believe that I had to sit there and sneak live pictures of my best friend and send him, send those pictures of him to her so that she could see I was, in fact, 
at the baseball game with him. He wasn't on some bicycle ride in the parks with his girlfriend, and in fact, was with me. Thanks, Facebook. The one thing that you did right. I will constantly say Facebook and social media is the devil, but I will give credit where credit is due. Thank you for starting to timestamp things because, man, that was a lot of hell that I went through when you used to not. I think that's, uh, that's good enough. In summary, the thing that you guys get from that is I was not trusted. That relationship obviously didn't work. I'm not with that girl. We're casually friends now. She's married. She's got children. It's wonderful. That's great. I've talked to her every once in a while. So happy for her. But we have no trust whatsoever back and forth. Clearly, that's why things didn't work out. And that is the point of all of this. Trust people. If you're going to use social media, obviously be smart with it. But if you're on social media, trust your other person and don't freak out over every single thing that they're doing. The moment that you creep on somebody that you're dating on social media, as if there's somebody that you just matched with off of Tinder or Bumble or Match.com or Farmers Only or whatever the case may be, that's no longer good. They're in a bad spot. That means you're reverting all the way back to that and you feel like you don't know very much about them. It means the trust is gone. Get the hell out. That's going to do it for this edition of the Wingcast, you guys. Uh, I hope you were entertained. Some of this was my real-life story, uh, not just advice. So uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Thanks again to Lousy Weather Media. Check out all of their other shows at LousyWeatherMedia.com. Uh, thanks to everybody also who came out to the Alex Theater in downtown Cleveland, Ohio, uh, last weekend for Iconic Laughs. It was a blast. We're going to do that again, I think, August the 19th. I'll keep you guys posted on here. Uh, if you have any questions or advice that you want and you want to hear it on the show or maybe you want to share wingman or wing women's stories whatever the case may be feel free to email the wingcast at gmail.com and i will share your question uh i'll give you the advice right here on the show i'll share your stories if they're fun enough also don't forget to follow along on twitter and instagram at the wingman guy i'm steve guy and i'll talk to you guys sweet I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. I'm in need of advice.